1: For those lives full of thrilling emotions, the all powerful, all fun Kia GT sedans. Kia. Movement that inspires. Limited inventory available. Call 800 333 4Kia for details. Always drive safely.
2: Program with Fiverr McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self Polishing Glow Coat present River, McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Frank Hemingway, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. The other night, someone, and it could have been me, spilled a bowl of salad dressing right smack in the middle of my wife's freshly polished kitchen floor. What happened to the floor? Nothing. After I wiped up the mess, there were no stains or spots left on the linoleum to show that anything had been spilled. That beautiful glow coat glow was still there. You see, the shining coat that Johnson's Glow Coat gives your floors is not just a surface polish that disappears in a day or two. No, sir. It's a solid film of protective wax that stays on your floor. Spill things don't cut through it. Dirt doesn't grind into it. Damp mopping doesn't spoil it. Glowcoats shine and Glowcoats protection withstand kitchen accidents and kitchen traffic. So your job of keeping floors clean and shining is much, much easier. But remember, no ordinary polish or cleanser will do this. Only Glowcoat can save you work as it saves your floor. So put Johnson's Glowcoat on your shopping list tonight and pick up a can tomorrow. The West Vista Transit Company has asked the riders of its streetcars to make suggestions for increasing the company's revenue. In fact, they're offering a prize for the best idea. <laughs> so look who's been riding trolleys all morning, accumulating ideas and calluses. <laughs> yep, it's Fibber McGee and Molly.
3: Watch it, Molly. Watch it. Step down.
4: All right. Oh, am I glad to get off that thing and stretch a minute, McGee.
3: You said it. Here, get up on the curb very quick. Okay.
5: Ah.
4: My goodness, I've had smoother rides on the back step of a milk wagon, behind a hamstrung horse, on a cobblestone street.
3: <laughs> well, it's the flat wheels on those clang buggies that... Oh, there's a suggestion, you know. Write that down. Put round wheels on streetcars. cars. <laughs>
4: A revolutionary idea. May I make a suggestion, too, at this point? Sure. Let's forget this whole thing and go home, on foot.
3: Forget it? Go home? Why, with a prize worth a hundred bucks waiting at the transit company for me to think up the suggestion that wins it? Why, Molly.
4: Well, I'm sorry. Just a thought.
3: Oh, my gosh, for a prize worth that kind of dough, I'll ride every broken-down bucket of bolts in their dad-ratted transit system. I'll smother them guys with suggestions.
4: Well, this was all in your contract, Molly Driscoll. You should have read the fine print. <laughs> when is the next car due, dearie?
3: Well, your guess is as good as the streetcar companies. According to that beat up schedule on the phone pole here, it says the next car is the next car due is the one we just got off of. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll miss it. Ah uh, well, I think we did. <laughs> There's a note here on the bottom of it that says "Presidential Proclamation: Service on this line will be limited for the duration of the war."
4: How patriotic can you get?
3: Yeah. It's signed Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> Offhand, I say we can expect the next car when we see it.
4: Yes, I think. Oh, look, coming across the street, McGee, Doctor Gamble.
3: Yeah, I see him. <laughs> Look at the waddle on that old canvas bag. <laughs> he walks with all the casual easy grace of a guy taking a sobriety test. Hey, lard bucket.
5: Oh, McGee.
4: Hello, Dr. Gamble. Nice to see you.
3: Hi, Molly. And good day to you, putty head. <laughs> Greetings, Lancelot. How's the fracture racket? Is it true you've invented a system for healing broken legs that keeps a patient in bed for six weeks instead of two? <laughs> no. No, it isn't. But I do have a new hemstitching process that I'd like to try on that fat lip of yours sometime, Blubber Boy.
4: Now, boys, don't get
3: too <laughs> Look who's calling who, Blubber Boy. Well, ha! You got a crust. Standing there with your collar full of chins. <laughs> and your kneecaps down in your sock tops. and I'm chubby, flabby.
4: Now, McGee, stop it.
3: Oh, well.
4: Ignore him,
5: Doctor.
3: I'd love to, Molly. Although ignoring him is a little like ignoring mice in the attic. No matter how hard you try, you still keep hearing the strangest noises. (laughs) What brings you downtown, my dear? Shopping? No, we came down here... I asked your wife, (laughs) flabbermouth. Well, I speak for her. Don't I, Molly?
4: Yes, you do, dearie. Constantly. (laughs) riding streetcars today, doctor, so we can tell the company how to improve their business. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna cop a hundred buck prize today, Dockey. Oh their suggestion box deal. Huh? Yes, yeah. we
4: may not win it, but we'll certainly earn it. I have at least forty dollars worth of bruises so far. Do you ride streetcars much, Doctor? Nah,
3: but... he quit riding streetcars when they started charging him double fare, Molly.
4: Double fare?
3: Sure, they got to charge Doc by the room he takes up, kiddo. My gosh, when he sits down and lets himself go, he spreads out like a pat of butter on a hot waffle.
5: <laughs> Look,
3: Bugbrain, I'm getting just a little sick and tired of your slanderous exaggerations about the size of my physique.
4: Well, I don't blame you, Doctor.
3: I measured myself in the office the other day. And just for a cold mathematical statistic, my hip measurement is exactly 44 inches. It is? 44 inches, huh? Yes. That's my right hip, of course. (laughs) I, uh, I couldn't reach the left one. (laughs) Well, I've got to get down to the office, kids. Happy transfers, Molly. Happy
5: transfers. So long, Molly.
4: am I saying, happy transfers? What's happy about riding 40 miles around town on 18 drafty streetcars to wind up where we
3: started? <laughs> well, you'll see what's happy about it when I take that hundred buck prize from the president of the company and tell you to run out and buy yourself a mink with the dough. A small mink, of course. Yeah, a
4: small mink dyed rabbit. Scarf.
3: <laughs> you got your pad and pencil, kiddo? Here comes our car.
4: Come on. Here we go. Oh, boy, watch the set, please. I'll get the fares, dearie. I have two dimes.
3: Oh, Molly. You didn't have to do that, Molly. Shucks, I'd have paid my own fare.
4: Think nothing of it. Think nothing of it. The pleasure of your company for the afternoon is worth a dime. Some afternoons, that is.
3: There's a seat, Molly, right there. Right there. Ah, good. Yeah.
4: Oh, look across the aisle. There's Oli.
3: Huh?
6: Oh, hi, Oli. Well, hello, McGee. Hello, Mrs. <laughs> I was thinking of you, McGee. You were? Sure, I'm sitting here running errands for Mr. Wilcox. Oh. He gives me a $5 bill, and he tells me only you just keep the change. That reminds me of you, McGee. Really? Sure. So different.
5: <laughs>
6: I go for McGee yesterday to get him 50 cents cigars. He gives me only 43 cents and a short
3: talk on loyalty. <laughs> well, so what? Wilcox and his big fat expense account. Shucks, I could be a spendthrift, too. If I wasn't so close with a buck. You uh, going someplace, missus, or you, you're still
6: going to a ride?
4: Well, we're riding on business only, we hope. Himself here's thinking up suggestions to help the company make money.
3: Yeah, read only a few of the ideas I got wrote down, Molly.
4: Well, now, let me see. To improve service. That's it. Fire conductor on car 14. Yeah. Fire motorman on car 15. Hmm. Shoot conductor on car 16. <laughs> Burn car 70.
5: That's
6: McGee, the working man's friend. <laughs> I don't ride much streetcars myself.
3: Most of the time I walk to save money. Oh, well, you can ride for free, Ole, if you want to. Why don't you use the old $20 bill gag on them?
4: Oh, McGee, that's $20 so...
3: bill gag. Well, you never seen that one? All you do is show the conductor a $20 bill, see? No conductor wants to change a 20 so you ride free. That's the $20 bill gag.
6: Look, McGee, Huh? I'm used to janitor at Els Club, and with me, $20 bills ain't no gag. Saturday <laughs> night when I took my wages home, my missus, she peel off a dollar and a half, and she say, Oli, here's your allowance for the week. And stay away from the racetrack. Good
4: for her, Oli.
6: Sure, on, on streetcars, I don't flash no 20s, McGee. Huh? On streetcars, I'm used to donating my dime. Goodbye, missus. <laughs> Come
4: on, Oli.
2: Billy Mills in the orchestra and Georgia on my mind.
4: to ride on streetcars, McGee. Yeah. You meet so many interesting elbows.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Riding on streetcars, kiddo, is like mountain climbing. It's only fun when you don't have to do it. The only reason I'm doing it is to win that hundred-buck prize. Mm-hmm. Have any more
4: ideas yet about how
1: to increase their business? Well, I... Pramil Wolfram! Pramil Wolfram! Change cars for Rats right <laughs> of
4: What did he say?
6: <laughs> Who knows?
4: That sounds like a Turkish tobacco auctioneer with a mouthful of Clark tips.
1: Next time, Femur Forfree. Femur Forfree,
3: I think it's just his southern accent. Southern Patagonia. <laughs> But what I meant to say, Molly... Oh, hi, Latrivia. Well, hello there, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee.
4: Well, if it isn't himself the mayor. Good day, Your Honor.
3: What's a big shot like you doing riding on the poor man's Union Pacific, Latriv? You got stock in the streetcar company or something?
0: No, McGee, I have no stock in the transit company. Huh? I'm simply democratic enough to want to rub shoulders with my fellow citizens now and then. I feel there's... That's rude,
5: Miss. rapid.
0: with I am
1: What?
0: What did he say?
4: Well, it's, uh, it's Gaelic, your honor. Translated, it means goody-goody we stopped at the back steps over a mud puddle.
3: Every time they can get a passenger to step out into a puddle, it's ten points for the conductor, let's
5: say.
0: A snowbank counts five. Oh, and... nonsense, McGee. I find these conductors very helpful and courteous. Yes. I understand that.
1: Six counts. Three returns. Three throwing return, next. Change for NERC. <laughs>
0: That's very strange. Some of the passengers must understand him. They get up and get off.
4: That's in spite of him, Mr. Mayor. They all look out, the women recognize the landmarks. He could re- uh, he could recite the shooting of Dan McGrew in Chinese and they'd still get up and
5: get off.
3: That's a great theory, Molly, except you can't see anything out of these windows. They're so dirty, if you laid them out flat, you could grow onions on them.
0: Stop griping, McGee. Uh, What do you expect of a streetcar? Persian lamb upholstery and gypsy music? You dislike our transit system so much, why do you ride on it? Why don't you walk?
4: Well, this is for a definite purpose, Your Honor. Yeah. The streetcar company is offering a big prize for the best suggestion on how to increase business.
3: Yep. Give me a couple more round trips on this bone breaker and I'll have the winning idea, too.
0: If I live through it.
3: Well, good
0: luck with it, McGee. I rather enjoy riding the streetcar at intervals myself. Yeah? I like to come in contact with my fellow citizens. I like to get close to the voting public. I would make almost any sacrifice to be in touch with... Well...
4: What's the matter, Mr. Mayor?
0: I have just made a sacrifice.
4: Huh?
0: I have been touched. Huh? Somebody has picked my pocket.
7: Oh! oh it! Stop the car! Hold it! Let me out! Let me
1: Oh my god. Close the street? strong, let me out please.
2: <laughs> okay, let me back on you. Right. <laughs>
3: street, but the way he says it, it sounds like lobstrump.
4: <laughs> maybe he's lived here a long time, and that's the Indian name for Oak Street. Yeah.
3: please <laughs> Mr. Wilcox. Oh, hi, Junior. Hello, folks. Mind if I sit here right behind you? Go ahead, Junior. Sit down if you, if you can stand to. The straw covering on them seats was wove by British prisoners of war <laughs> after the Battle of Hastings, 1066 A.D. <laughs> The lumps underneath it are little pieces of hip bone donated by grateful passengers. (laughs) After death. (laughs) Which they welcomed.
5: Don't
4: take him seriously, Mr. Wilcox. We've been riding on streetcars all day, and he's tired.
3: You said it, (laughs) lad girl. I ain't been shook up like this since I fell down the steps inside the Washington Monument.
2: Well, personally, I don't mind. It saves finding a parking space for my car. Yes,
4: I can see that. Right and
2: besides, well. it gives me a chance to check up on our advertising. What advertising? asked the fun-loving little fibber with a comical
3: expression on his ruddy little face, knowing very well they were going to get slugged with a plug. Hey, wait
2: a minute. You mean you've sat here all day and haven't noticed our Wistful Vista streetcar advertising? My
4: goodness, Mr. Wilcox. Why, there's
2: a car card right over your heads there. This Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, the new glow coat with the new glow that stays on your floors. It's the finest... Well, the reason we're riding a Junior, is on account
3: of because there's a contest. Imagine,
2: imagine it? you sitting here all this time and not even seeing our glow coat car cards. Yes. I'm ashamed well, of oh Well, my it. goodness,
4: we used to And we... if you'll just
2: look, there's another card halfway down the car on the left there. You see? The one that says, just pour out a little on the floor, spread it around, let it dry to a solid coat of shining wax, invulnerable to scuffs and scratches and spill things. Yeah, it the... is. Johnson's glow coat is the longest wearing wax protection that money can buy. But we're trying to... When you buy Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, you guard your floors against dinginess and wear and save yourself the work of scrubbing. For over 50 years, Johnson's glow coat has been... Hey, waxy. Hey. The standard of quality. Yes, pal? You want to sell some glow coat? Always, pal,
3: always. Why? You got a lead for me? Get off at the next stop to your second door from the corner. I happen to know there's some people there that are in the market. Gee, thanks, pal.
2: So long, Molly. Hey, conductor, let so me off. How'd you fast know
3: fast?
4: there was somebody in the market for glow Coat down there, McGee.
3: I didn't say that, but there's a market near that corner, and there's always somebody in it. I <laughs> <laughs> sit here all day and listen to him reading car cards because this contest. I'm
1: reading from it and off the <laughs>
7: Parker, going to go to out,
3: please. <laughs> that's the
4: king's English. The queen ought to speak to him about
3: it. Hey, Molly. Molly, I think I'm on the track of the winning idea. Now, let me think a minute. Oh. <laughs> Hi, mister. Hi, mister. Well,
8: I'll be... Hi, teeny. Hello there, teeny.
3: Well, when would you get on, sis? We didn't see you.
8: I got on at the last corner, mister. Uh-huh. These street cars are fun, aren't Well, that's
3: Depends on the viewpoint, sis. From the way I feel sitting down, it's a darn good thing I ain't standing on my head or I'd sure be a (laughs) numbskull.
8: Oh.
3: Hmm? Skip it.
8: You always ride the streetcar going home from school, Teenie?
3: I didn't know her school was down this way. It
8: isn't, I bet you. I've been to the public library.
3: Oh, you have, eh? Yes,
8: I was. Hmm?
3: I says, oh, you have, eh? Have what? Been to the library. What
8: library? The public library. I know it. (laughs) Take a book back. It was overdue.
3: Oh, you don't mean overdue, sis. You mean overdue. Yeah.
8: Why? What do you
3: mean, why? Because the book is overdue, that's why.
8: It is now, I betcha. I got two more days on well, it. Well, then...
3: If, yeah, but you said If to. the book was overdue, look, then...
8: mister. Look, Miss McGee, look. Yeah. I got a book at the library, see? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I took it home. Yes. Well, he too it. Mm-hmm. He drew pictures all over the flyleaf. Too many pictures. The book is all drew. <laughs> and another thing. What? I get off here. Oh. So oh. On, mister. So, on, miss so long, Mister. So long, Watch Come the step
5: i
1: No, no, all
5: out
4: for Garper Lassenmurk. Let him out, please. Garper Lassenmurk, does
5: he mean... Yeah,
3: 14th Street. <laughs> hey, I got it, Molly. I got the winning idea. I know how the transit company can increase its business. Come on, let's get on. All right, but what
5: is the... I can't end?
3: talk now, kiddo. Got to get down at the transit company right away. Hey, a Smith... I want to kill off the Bazan Rift. Now, yeah, but how to poke him up? Come on, Molly. Watch the steps. I don't
5: know. <laughs> I'm all right here. Yeah,
8: much
1: obliged, working, Have to the it. More? <laughs>
2: the Kingsmen and the Trolley Song.
7: Was pretty in her high top shoes and her hair piled high upon her head. She went to lose a jolly hour on the trolley, but she lost her heart instead. With his light brown derby and his bright green tie, he was quite the handsomest of men. Well, he looked at her and she looked at him. Then they both Chug, 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 went the motor, 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 chug, 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 chug. bing, bing, bang, bang, squeak, went the brake, boing, thump, 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 went the heartstrings. when she smiled he could feel the car shake, he tipped his hat and took the seat, he said he hoped he hadn't stepped upon her feet, she dropped her eyes, the blushes came, then he grew bold.
3: Taking them contest judges so long, Molly. We've been sitting here cooling our heels for an well, hour. Well,
4: that's a big job, dearie, judging a contest. Ah, papa,
3: you know. it's the simplest thing in the world. If they do it smart, all they got to do is throw out all that other junk, read my suggestions through twice, pick the one they like best, and hand me the hundred buck prize. Is that tough?
4: Look, lover, I
1: don't think it's. Oh, good. hey, there's the old timer. Hello, Mr. Old Timer. Hello
5: there, daughter. Hi, Johnny.
1: <laughs> hey, where were you kids? Halloween night. I looked behind every trash, barrel, and garbage can in town, Johnny, but I couldn't find you no place.
3: Oh, we stayed home last night, (laughs) old-timer.
1: Oh, that's a dull place on Halloween, kids. (laughs) Had quite an evening myself. Went out trick-or-treat with some of the boys. Had us a little trouble getting the cow up the courthouse steps, but... The cow?
4: You took a cow up the courthouse steps? Where did you get the cow?
1: Found it. Up on the roof of the high school. (laughs) Why did you take it to the courthouse? Johnny... This is America. Huh? Justice to all. Anytime you got a beef, take it to the courthouse.
5: <laughs>
1: well, sir, the courthouse cop come running out, grabbed your shotgun, and put a teaspoonful of bird shot in the fleshy part of my second cousin. <laughs> well, I could tell it was bird shot because he took off like a quail. Well,
4: <laughs> Heavenly days. I hope you went home to bed after that.
1: Well, I didn't know such a thing, daughter. It was Halloween. I got all dressed up, and me and Bessie went to a masquerade. Ball? Oh, she whimpered a little, but... Uh, oh!
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Masquerade ball, yeah, very social, kid. They offered a prize for the scariest get-up, so Bessie got a false face and went as a witch. Oh. Won first prize, a pewter loving cup. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been quite a frightening mess. Oh, it was, daughter. And Bessie forgot to put it on. Won the contest bare feet. So long. <laughs>
3: he must be a cute kid. I'd like to meet her. So, oh, hey, somebody's coming out of the president's office, Molly. Boy, I'll bet he's bringing my hundred bucks.
4: Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful if you did win, oh, McGee? Oh, boy. Although I'm so happy to get off those horrible streetcars, I don't even care.
3: I'll say. My back is broke. I wouldn't ride another
2: one of them big... Oh, hi, bud. Good news? Indeed I have, Mr. McGee. <laughs> I'm happy to announce that the other judges and I have chosen one of your suggestions as the most direct, straight-to-the-point idea submitted. The prize winner.
1: Oh, boy, oh,
3: oh, boy. You hear that, Molly? I won.
4: I won first prize. Well, dearie, good for you. Uh, Which suggestion was it, sir? The last
2: one on his list. In answer to our question, how can we increase our business, Mr. McGee said, get more people to ride your streetcar.
1: Very concise. That's the one.
3: Go on. Boy, oh boy, a hundred smackers. I can use that doll.
2: Oh, so it gives me great pleasure to hand you our first prize. This handsomely engraved pass. Entitling you to 1,000 free rides on our streetcar. $100
5: worth. Oh, no.
2: You mean,
3: oh, my aching transfers. <laughs>
2: Burn, Molly return in a moment. Say, when you last filled something on your shining clean kitchen linoleum, what did you do? Well, you wiped it up, of course. And then what happened? Was your floor still shining? Was there any wax left where you wiped it up? If you used the new Glowcoat self-polishing wax, your floor was still shining. You could see there was good wax protection still there to make cleaning easy, scrubbing unnecessary. But if you left a dull, drab surface with no trace of shine when you wiped up your floor, you were really demonstrating to yourself why your floors need the long-lasting, long-shining protection that only Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat gives. Glow Coat's solid film of protective wax stays on your floor. It lasts longer than any other floor polish. That's what you want, isn't it? Then save yourself work as you save your floors. Put Johnson's Glowcoat Coat on your shopping list tonight. <laughs>
4: to get home and rest a while, McGee?
3: Yeah, let's just sit here and listen to the radio, Tootsie. All huh? right,
4: what's on tonight?
3: Oh, the regular Tuesday night NBC lineup. But next week, it's going to be even better. Fanny Bryce is coming back on the air.
4: Oh, wonderful. Fanny Bryce and Baby Snooks.
3: Yeah, they come on just ahead of Bob Hope. That way, you can listen to Baby Snooks and then Bob Hope and then that show from Wistful Vista, the one with that musing fellow who does such cute things. <laughs> That great dynamic character and his little wife. Huh? Oh, good night.
4: (laughs) Good night, Al.
2: The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Easier, faster, better. That's Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax. The fastest wax polish money can buy. Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly, that using it is almost as easy as dusting. A few strokes with a cloth do the cleaning, a few more do the polishing. And Johnson's Cream Wax contains no sticky oils to catch dust. Give your furniture the beauty and protection only wax gives. Clean and polish it regularly with Johnson's Cream Furniture Wax. It's almost as easy as dusting. Get Johnson's Cream Wax. Listen to an exciting story on Big Town next on NBC.